Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This episode was recorded prior to the SAG After Strike. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. First and foremost, we have to say happy fucking birthday yeah, to the sexiest, bitches. most delicious <laughs> human being I've ever met in my entire life. At the time of this recording, this is one day after the greatest day in the history of the planet, <laughs> the day God and your mother gifted us Guillermo Diaz. Listen, I basically last night, what did I do last night? We yeah, got, what was your, I got, like, what did you I do? drank a lot of whiskey and we ordered sushi. Yeah. So I ate a ton of sushi, which I freaking love, love so much. Here we are guys. It's not even three minutes into yeah. this episode of the podcast. We are already food. talking about food. <laughs> what the fuck? And then Mikey got me these, uh, Napoleons, you know, the pastry, the Napoleons. Oh, oh so fucking good from Porto's. Uh, and that was based, that was like my, you know, birthday cake, put a couple of candles on there. Okay. Are you a birthday cake person? Were there candles? Did you make a wish? Have you wished for the same thing every year? Is it always different? Uh, pretty. I pretty much wish for the same thing every year. But also I'm that guy, like the night before my birthday, I went out to dinner with Mikey and my friend Lisa. Mm-hmm. And Lisa was like, do you have a birthday thing to the to the waiter? And he was like, sure. And I was like, you guys, no singing, no candles. And they were like, no, we know, we know. And when they came with the ice cream with a candle in it, Lisa was like, do not sing, no singing. So they just gave it to me. I blew out the candle and then we just ate the, you know, ate the cake. <laughs> there is nothing that Guillermo I, Diaz hates more than a public display of candle blowing out uh, <laughs> and happy birthday song. If you, I, I do not want any attention like focused on me whatsoever. And I'm a fucking actor. Like if, you know, if I'm working fine, but in my real life, like, hell that no. That is not your thing. No, One time I looked at over all. at you, it was, um, <coughs> it was Mikey's birthday. Yes. <laughs> I'll never fucking forget it. It was Mikey's birthday. He, it was the moment where like, obviously like your significant other is supposed to like present the cake with the candles and just hold it while everybody sings happy birthday. And so someone gave you his cake with the candles on it to be like, okay, it's that time where everybody's going to sing happy birthday to Mikey. And you look at me and you're like, do I have to do this? And I was like, I was you have to mortified. fucking do this. And you were yeah. like, mother, f-. like there was, yeah. You looked like a five-year-old schoolboy that was uh, like getting sent forced. to the principal. You yes, hated it. Yes, to do it. something. I hate it. I can't stand it. A scandal, whenever it was someone's <laughs> birthday, especially a cast member, they would bring in Mary Howard, our line producer, would bring in like a massive cake and the entire crew, which is like 100 plus people, would like stop production and sing. And also it would be such a gift for the crew because everyone would yeah. get like delicious, fancy ass, expensive cake. Did you ever have it on Scandal? I can't remember. I, I can't remember either, Katie. Did you? I don't remember. 
I definitely must have. I'm sure we must have, right? God, this is getting real. Let's take a left turn. <laughs> we have like a very odd special guest today. I'm not going to lie. Like this is, I mean, it's, it is a crossover that no one is going to see coming. No. It's so exciting. It's a crossover. She's a very good real life friend of mine. Have you ever met her before? No, I've never met her, but I'm a huge fucking fan of hers. You now. are? Yeah. Well, I just started watching New Girl. Oh, I've never you seen did? New Girl. I haven't either until today. <laughs> and it is one of the best freaking shows I've ever seen. It is so, so good. She's brilliant. Carol, All those guys. That's so Oh my Ew, God! And Zoe Deschanel like, and Sh- oh, Schmidt, well, the guy that plays Schmidt, huge. they were like uh, way uh, bigger than we—not bigger than we were in a way, but okay. If we're gonna just blow it, let's just blow it. We have a special guest coming on today by the name of Da 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 Hannah. Oh my God! Okay, I think I'm here. Hello. I have to say, this very well might be the first. I don't know, crossover rewatch podcast in the history of rewatch podcasts? Or can we not take it because Scrubs and Office Ladies and them have already done it? You don't think I'm going to like take a place in history if I can just take it? Like if you're just going to put it on a platter? Let's take it. Let's take it. Yeah, write a letter if you're upset. Let it be known (laughs) that this scandal new girl Rewatch podcast crossover episodes are the first it's of its fucking kind, ever. people. Yes! Fight us. Fight us. Let them bring it up. Let's go. Um, Let them bring that shit up. Hannah, this is Guillermo. Guillermo, hey, this is Hannah. Hannah. Hey. Can I just say Hannah has a lovely bow tie at the end of her microphone? I did. <laughs> did you know I did. That? I removed it, but you, you took it, it off. Please put it's it back cute. on. <laughs> it's very, very fucking cute. We have also keyed up this episode, Hannah, to just say <laughs> that the Scandal Rewatch podcast in its in its entirety may be because of you. Yeah. That's right. I remember that walk and talk, girl, that we did in real uh, life on our streets. Yes. I said we were on a walk. It was uh-huh. two years ago. Mm-hmm. You were starting yourself to possibly embark into the New Girl Rewatch podcast. And that was a thing people were doing. And I was like, hold up. Can I do that? And you were like, I think you should do that. And I was like, oh, my God. And I quickly ran to Shondaland Audio and Guillermo. And here we are making history. Thank you, Hannah. But here, wait. But let's just say something. The reason why we're on that walk was because I was toying with the idea of a new girl rewatch podcast. And you are my friend who has this incredibly successful podcast. And so Mm. that's what the original walk and talk was about. I was like, how was your experience? Like, oh, oh my God, I forgot that part of it. Girl, it's all you. You made the baby and I made the baby's babies, but you're the grandma. You're the one who got it all. All the little eggs were living in you. That's all you. Wow. That's right. So you were like, it's been great. I heart's phenomenal. It's wonderful. And I said, well, here's my idea. And then you went, wait, can I do that idea? And I said, girl, you should. Wow. (laughs) That is so funny. Okay. And now we need to get very honest with each other and it's okay. I honestly had never seen an episode of New, New Girl. Same. <gasps> and neither Same. is Guillermo. Ooh, but that's and now so we're cool. obsessed. Yes. Yeah. We are like, obsessed Hannah. now. <laughs> I noticed that you guys on New Girl talk extremely fast, just like we do on Scandal. The pace yeah. on your show is so it moves so quickly and it's it makes it better like did you guys did you guys was that like something that like producers or directors like spoke about like we have to keep the pace like going really quickly you have to talk fast like was that something that was like told to you guys i don't i don't remember it specifically being told Mm -hmm. but i do remember just like as a like an acting thing fast is funny right and so if you just do it faster do it faster do it faster funny it's funnier every time yeah. even in in a dramatic scene like it just makes it even better mm-hmm. you know makes it funnier makes it better scandal had something called scandal pace which was like our scripts were 90 pages long in 42 minutes and so shonda would sit us all down and be like i don't want to cut anything so don't fucking f- speed it the fuck up she would time me like it was crazy so it's been so fun to watch New Girl to prepare for us being on your show. And I want to know if you've ever had seen Scandal. Have you seen Scandal? 
So here's the thing, right? Oh, okay. I, I watched no, I watched season one of Scandal as it aired. Okay, oh, wow. but let me tell you something. If you ask me the question, hey, Hannah, what did you have for breakfast this morning? It's a full blank. Okay, I can't remember things. I don't have a strong memory. So I watched season one, but you don't remember it. No, but the yeah. only thing I remember is you, Katie. I remember something had happened, some huge drama moment. I don't remember what it was in season one. And you walked into the boardroom by yourself. Must have been the finale. Did you kill someone in the finale? Something yeah, happens. Well, by accident. Yes, yes. Ooh, yeah. That's what it was. So it was something that was a huge turn. And I remember being like, ah, this bitch. And you like <laughs> walked in into the boardroom and were like, ugh. And then here's the thing, because it was like normal appointment television back then. Yes. I was like, you know, three, four months later, who knows what happened to me? And then I, I, came, I didn't go. But you so what, off, now yeah. rewatching mm. last night, I watched the episode we had to watch for today. And I was just like, this oh, show crazy. is it's incredible. Yeah. Really? Incredible. Uh, All three of us can pat ourselves on the back that yes. I think what's been such a huge thing about even hosting a rewatch podcast, I think. I don't know, Hannah, if this, if this is how you felt, but like I was I was game when you gave the idea that I gave to you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I always was a little bit like, oh, God, but I don't know how I'm going to feel like rewatching it all, to be completely mm. honest. Like, I don't watch myself. And also, Hannah, so, you know, like I don't really watch my friends shows either because mm -hmm. I, I never want to cross over into fandom. Like, I always want to be like a friend. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course I want to support people. And if someone's like, please watch my show or tweet about it or whatever. <laughs> but um, I was scared about going back and rewatching the show. And I don't know if this has been your experience, but it has been such a fucking gift because Scandal is oh, a really yeah. good show. Like, it yeah. holds up and it's well-written and, mm -hmm. and I'm so yeah. relieved. And has that been your experience with New Girl? I literally say this and I think people think I must be a doorknob for saying it because they're like, la da. <laughs> but I only watched New Girl as it aired, right? And, it, you know, and again... I don't remember majority of the the episodes. And so I feel like right now I'm actually sitting down and watching it for the first time. That's how we feel. And I go all the time. I'm like, New Girl's a really good show, you guys. It is it's a great. dope ass show. It is yeah. so fucking good. You and Guillermo have never met until this moment, which brings my heart to the most fullest. Like, I'm bursting at the seams. The two of you are so fucking special. And the fact that we're all in this room right now together just makes my heart <laughs> full. But um, one time we almost met was... Kerry Washington was on the cover and they threw her a big oh. dinner party in New York City that was fancy. I was sat next to Meghan Markle and Iman and I walked in early. G was with me, Bellamy, who plays the first lady and Darby. And I walk in and no one's there yet except for, I think, Lamorne, maybe. But all I remember is you alone. Mm -hmm. Stunning. Sitting by a cheese board. <laughs> Probably clinging to it, just <laughs> clinging to the Havarti. But you're like freaked out. And I'm yeah. just like, like, you're just like, you didn't know anyone there. I don't know if someone was supposed to meet you and didn't show up. I didn't know if you were supposed to go somewhere else. I think we were all there for maybe up front. So it was a week we all happened to be in New York anyway. I don't know. But you were there by the cheese platter. And I remember going over there and like trying to get some cheese and shit. I think you didn't stay for the dinner, though, or did you stay for the dinner? So the thing was, I was supposed to stop by that party for reasons I don't remember. Oh, because I was um, really good friends with Darren Chris. And so he was going to meet me there with his manager, Ricky. And then we were going to like hang out for just like the, the, the apps and the drinks. And then we were going to a... Oh, this is a little name droppy today. Um, yeah. They were going to um, a Versace party. Versace. Wow. You mean Versace? <laughs> the Versace. And so I got so excited about like like really dressing up for the Versace party because like they send you a really beautiful dress to wear that I did something that I've never done again because um like it added 19 pounds to my face is I did like double lashes. And so you must have just thought I was like, I looked like a lunatic. Oh my lunatic. God, you literally like couldn't see and you <laughs> couldn't, couldn't blink and your eyes and face were killing you. That's I mean, it was, and I was in these shoes. The whole thing was a nightmare. And Darren and Ricky were running late. So my, I am such a introverted, socially anxious house cat that the idea of showing up in this crazy full glam and then 
standing in a room with no one. Like, I would rather be locked in a haunted house where the monsters are real than that. Yeah. Ever <laughs> again. So I can't even imagine what my face was conveying to yeah, you. Yeah, it was that. I, yeah. Well, you just looked. I was like, whoa, she's going through something. And I just oh, was like, because you know God. me, I would be the first person to just like introduce to be like, sure. hi, and annoying. <laughs> um, and I did it, but I will never, I have that image in my head of you just like being so beautiful and just like sitting by the cheese board. And <laughs> Guillermo and I were, pro- I mean, Guillermo and I were always eating and having a good time. So oh, we yeah. were probably eating or drinking. Looking for I got food. sat next to Megan fucking Markle. You know what I will say? She actually came and talked to me by the cheese boards and was she so did? kind and so sweet and inclusive and lovely. And wow. she was kind of like my little um, de facto wing woman until Darren showed up. So what? she was very sweet to approach the double lashed. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was on a show too. She, well, she was on like Suits, Suits right? That's yeah, right. Yeah, she was on right. Suits and that's why yeah. she was at that dinner too. It's so crazy. So crazy. But we met when we were fated to meet and what's crazy is that whatever it was like a week after meeting at your house, yes. I drove by a for sale sign and bought the house that I still live in now and we've been neighbors Shut ever since. Up. Oh yeah. wow! She's my like go to yeah. trouble person. She's my like my my fucking laundry doesn't work. Like, can you help me? <laughs> no like, way. She's like that, per- or like, oh my god, like my freezer broke. Can you take my like ice? Like, like it's just like we've had like neighborly things. She's or my go to person. Broke. When your oven my, broke, my with- pretzels. Oh my yeah, oh, right shit. in the beginning of COVID, in like the third or fourth batch. Of like the of pretzels. Of pretzels with a hundred people outside our thing. That's our right. Regular ass My God. oven broke down. Yeah. Adam calls Hannah. I show up at Hannah's house. We fling them and, and no one's going in each other's houses at this time. <laughs> she was like, I come mean, on was, in. It was so amazing, but that's how close. But then we are. the Shappy pretzels had such a huge um, reputation, even at that point, for being the best pretzels. And then we got this batch, and we're like, holy shit! And um, we definitely <laughs> overcooked them and burnt them, and I've never been more scared to give Shappy something. And I was like, we're so sorry. Oh, to tell them you had a terrible chef. You're perfect. We'll be right back, guys. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with dust-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, let's talk about this episode. Okay, can I just tell you guys something? So when I watched it, so think about it. I've been like dropped out of like no, I have no context or point of reference for anything in this episode. And I get dropped right into this one. Uh And um, I wrote down stream of consciousness, every thought I had, like if someone was going to live tweet 
And I read it back this morning. <laughs> it's crazy. And do you remember there was that YouTube video of like the the little like lizard guy that someone made a cartoon? Um, so I guess the story of that was some guy dropped a bunch of acid and then um, locked himself in a closet and then just like recorded himself talking. Hilarious. And then they animated. Oh, Have you ever this. seen this? Drinking out of cups or something? No. Yeah, I think I've seen this. You've never seen this? It's He's like, what is that no. chair doing? Stairs. <laughs> oh my God, we have to go watch Highlight. this now. You know, it's like the craziest. It's super funny. But anyway, I read my um, thing and it sounded like that um, a little <laughs> bit. But uh, I can uh, share that with you guys at some point during this podcast I if cannot. you want. Please. I can't um, but believe it's crazy. to get dropped in on an episode, first of all. Also, your show was on for seven years. Our show was on for seven seasons. We became friends at the end, the the last seasons of our yeah. shows was when yeah. we were, became friends. And I was watching to it, this episode as if I was seeing it through your eyes. And I was mm. like, I am a child. <laughs> like, do oh. I not look like a fucking child in this episode? Like, I hate to tell what? you, but you look the same. She's like, girl, you look old. You look the same. (laughs) To get into this one a little bit, guys, Guillermo and I love the fucking... This is my favorite titled episode of Scandal in the whole time. Molly, you in danger, girl, is a line that Whoopi Goldberg says to Demi Moore in Ghost, talking about Tony Goldwyn's character in Ghost, which is why the whole thing is just so fucking meta. Yes. But we're talking about today, episode 218, Molly, You and Danger Girl. It aired on April 4th of 2013. And it was written by Chris Van Dusen and directed by Tom Verica. You guys might know Chris Van Dusen because he was the creator of Bridgerton and the showrunner of Bridgerton. You're welcome. Chris Van Dusen was also Shonda Rhimes' assistant and baby writer for years and yeah. graduated to being a head writer of Scandal, and then Bridgerton happened, people. So Chris Van Dusen is the <laughs> Chris Van the Dusen. <laughs> um, it was guest starring Scott Foley as Jake Ballard, Dan Bukatinsky as James Novak, Joe Morton as Mysterious Man, George Newbern as Charlie. Magina Tova as Molly Ackerman. Sharmilla, why did I get all the difficult names? Sharmilla DeVar as Lauren Wellman. Steve W. Bailey as Noah Elliott. And I added Mary Page Keller as Susan Osborne because she plays Osborne's wife and she wasn't on here, but she's fucking amazing. Yes. She was juicy yes, yeah. on it. She was so juicy. Do you have a synopsis in front of you, Hannah? I do. Okay. We're going to challenge you to see if you can read the synopsis. In scandal pace. Uh-oh. Le- I think you can do it because, like G said, the new girl people, Hell they yeah. know fucking they can Y'all do it. Y'all talk fast. But I feel like we should all try it. Yeah. Who At wants- the same time? No. No. Oh, I was like, Hannah, you go first as our loving guest of Unpacking Is someone the timing this? Let's go. I feel like competitive. Okay, ready? Here we go. Okay. Oh, no, but I want to put flair and that slows you down. You got to put flair. You got to do it. Yeah. You have it all. Okay. <laughs> By the way, it's going to go so slow now. I'm too stressed. Okay. <laughs> when new evidence services, the OPA team recancer stance about Osborne being the mole, Molly, the so-called witness to Wendy's dealings, lied to save her own life. But when Harrison and Abby confront her, she ends up dead in a sketchy looking hit and run. Meanwhile, things take a turn for the worse as Huck and Quinn look more into the mole and a new storage unit they find nearly leading to Huck's death, trapped inside of a wooden crate from an unknown assailant. Then an overnight rendezvous between Jake and Olivia leads to an important revelation or three. Yo, wow. that is so good. Cast I don't even this woman on scandal. That was unfucking believable. Yeah, I don't even think we need to do we that shit. Need to do that because she fucking killed it. You win. You know what you just learned? I'm literate. You're literate. <laughs> I can just read. I just <laughs> read. read, y'all. You would be surprised. Some people like really can't connect thoughts <laughs> to quick speech. Like, yeah. but this episode is so like. I love it because it's just the start of Quinn and Huck's situation. Hannah, Huck, and Quinn become, well, we get romantically involved in season three. Oh, yeah. We fuck a lot and very dirty. Spitting (laughs) on each other, slapping each other, hitting each other. Yeah. But this episode is sort of the beginning. We've seen the inklings of the the beginnings of Huck is training Quinn to, like, really be a spy, like, under his wing. Right. And do what he does. But. I'm trying to think real quick, like going through this episode, what I'm so honored that you watched it, Hannah. Do you want to do you want to see my little synopsis of the yeah, whole please, episode? Please, please. Yeah, right let's now. hear it. Let's hear it. This is just the stream of consciousness going. So now only if you guys are listening, you have seen this episode and know it well. You'll know what these things are about. If not, I'm so sorry. This just sounds <laughs> like 
You take an acid. <laughs> Locked myself in a closet. Okay, this is how it is. Now, like, I just want to show you guys so you can strap yourself in. Get a beverage. Because um, I literally <laughs> took, like, I had a, a whole oh, thing she's happen. Scrolling. Like, she's scrolling. I'm scrolling. She's still scrolling. I'm scrolling. She's My scrolling. finger's tired. She's okay. You can stop me at any time when you're like, we get it. No, okay. this is going to be so, brilliant. Scandal. Molly, you in danger, girl. He stole the White House. Osborne is the mole, but not the cameras. What is he doing? Girl, that quick motion has you two zooming around the room. Ooh, no stone unturned. I said an out loud, ooh. This fast shutter scene transition, birth or child assassination attempt. Oprah. Ooh, I love that he said, ma'am, after the president says he will do it. Can you give good fairy tale? Why can't he knock on his own door? Why can't he come home? Ooh, he has like the sham marriage like the president. Mm, I didn't like that Mrs. Osborne's hair blocked Katie in the group shot. Second, ooh. You had that smart smirk, Katie. Love that. Ooh, hot boy vibe residue whisper to give Quinn the win. Too perfect. Yes, Quinn. On your watch. Fucking hell. To the security guy, Rick. Ooh, if he was a good man, honor him. Yes, manipulation. Ooh, president knows about how he can't go home. Jason, not safe. Grieving widows are reliable. This is a very large glass of red wine for Carrie. Night live. This is very Love Island. Ooh, Carrie has a reputation. Huck. Follow the money. Gladiators and helmets. Suits. Do Huck and Quinn end up together? Because I am getting vibes, okay? Yes. Not yes. on trash day, Quinn, okay? Is Scott Foley a bad guy? Do Pope and Foley fuck? Storage units so brave. The most terrifying thing ever. Ah! All my fears the crate was for him. <laughs> Olivia Pote's burgers and her coat is just like, wow. Zeke, that's a great name, who runs a storage uh, unit. That reminds me of Survivor. Ooh, Quinn. Yes, darling. Let's go. Justice or love. Ooh, another out loud. Ooh, very manipulative man. You are who can't you are can make the choice. I wish you had lied to me. Molly, tongue cut out throat. Jesus Christ, shy of prostitution. Every married couple lives. The most she gives. Holy shit. What's a Citron card? Did she steal it? There is no master key for all the units. This is crazy. Women's intuition on the crate. Huck. No. Olivia Pope. Great boyfriend shirt. Did she sleep with the president? Ah, Olivia. Blood. Cameras. What? Who the fuck is Verna Thornton? Gonna go with the no with the forgiveness. And she knew Molly is dead. This mole is very killery. Quinn with the facts on storage unit protocol. Baseball cap works for Albatross. Oh my God, El Presidente is at the hospital. Ooh, he gave just a sexy high. There's tears welling up, the drama, the history, the cheek touch. Oh no, the hug and Scott caught it. And now was it a whisper or a snuggle? Oh my God, Hannah, that, that is That could be so a good. one woman show. That reminded me of Sandra Bernhard doing like one of her one woman shows. <laughs> that was fucking dope as hell. It totally fucking did. That is so funny. And guys, this episode is chalk plot full. It is chalk plot full. And for you guys listening, like the winning scenes for me, we always go through like real quick and talk about like what was the fucking best scenes. Yeah. This is the episode where Foley, that's Gettysburger, Hannah, really quick. How smart is the DC fake burger joint? <laughs> <laughs> that is in all of Scandal is what they're eating on the date that Jake and Olivia have at his at his Gettysburger is Gettysburger. And like, I also think the biggest mistake is that no one invented that. Like, how is that not a chain in D.C. Right. of delicious made hamburgers? a truck of that shit. Also, my thought about that is that none of those two motherfuckers, those skinny ass motherfuckers are eating any of those burgers. <laughs> no, Foley had to take off his shirt and walk around and and, and Olivia this is the would never fucking no. like. There's no way those two were gonna eat that shit. I was like, but come she on. did love the big. La- we love the big ass glass. She always drinks a goblet yeah. of red wine. It was like a huge. fucking yeah. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> it comes out. Him and Liv. Liv turns off her phone and they have tons of sex going on. And it's awesome. And then she wakes up and she's like, oh, let me just like put on his shirt. And she looks, Mm. who the fuck is a woman looks good in a man's button down? I don't understand. I've never done that in my life. I could never do do that. Do girls do that? Is that a thing? Girl, let me tell you. But first of all, everybody, you need to do that immediately. You need to tell Adam Shapiro, go get a regular job for one day and then just like (laughs) buy the shirt for it and then drop it on the floor and put it on. Button down shirts like that. And also putting it on. No, I don't like, I'm not like a legs girl. Like that ain't my thing. But maybe I'll try it. You would look so sexy. Cut to me and Hannah Simone's next walk. That's what I'm wearing. (laughs) Yes, that's Um, all you guys are wearing sneakers. That's all I'm wearing with sneakers. Um, But he comes out and she's 
touched just like to put on the news and right. all of his fucking apartment comes on and you can tell that he's been surveilling Olivia for as long as he has and she's like who the fuck are you and all of a sudden she's like all creeped out she's like who did I just sleep with who's watching me what is going on and then he they have this like actual physical fight it's horrible and she falls and hits her head and has a concussion she showed up unexpectedly at his apartment with the Gettysburger so he 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 was watching the footage of her Mm. of her apartment when she showed up so he wasn't prepared. He just turned it off. So is he didn't fully. Is this your excuse like... of why it's okay that he's been doing this? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not not at all. Not at all. it's creepy as fuck. It's creepy as fuck. But also after she hits her head and she's like, "What are you doing? Who are you?" He's like, "I'm protecting you from him." And then we see on the screen this dude in her apartment, ready to probably clock her over the head or do something yeah. to her. Yeah. So I think it sort of. She's like, oh, "Okay, maybe he's not a bad guy." She's just all in like she's in flux, man. She's like, "What the?" is happening i did have a panic attack watching that scene because i was like it's funny you would think i'm an actor i'm on set all the time i should be able to like have a suspension of belief or whatever but i'm watching it and i'm like the glass she dropped the glass her feet her little feet on the I glass that is she too. okay with her oh, feet I thought that yeah. too. and then the blood came from her head and i was just like wait what hold on her feet are her feet her okay feet, whatever <laughs> also then scott fold then um jake walks into the area where yeah. she dropped the glass and he's barefoot too i was like your feet oh yeah there's nobody no cared way. about their feet i know no way <laughs> There's also like two scene. There's two other storylines going on in this episode where Fitz and Melly are have a fucking horrible marriage. But every time the cameras are on them, they're doing these interviews. And is Bellamy Young not the best faker at like pretending that their marriage is okay with her mm-hmm. like little fucking laughs and shit? Like, what is she doing? She's sitting there and they're talking to the news outlets about their first time they ever went on a date. And she's like, she's so phony. Oh my! I can see right through that shit. I can't. (laughs) Like I was absolutely dying, but it's always running parallel to Cyrus and James at the same time. Uh Their marriage is all lies too. Their marriage is falling apart because James is like, you fucking told me that you rigged the election, and I can never let you back in. And Cyrus is like, let me back in, let me back in. And Melly and Fitz the whole time are like. That's so cute that we've started to believe that that's really our meet cute story that we've shared. None of that shit is true. Like <laughs> yeah. our marriage is all lies and such a sham and such a mess. Um, so yeah, that's running through the whole episode. Yeah. And Bellamy has that great speech when she's like, the pretending is what's real in a relationship, in a marriage. Mm. It's the pretending part that's real. It's all the other bullshit that's not real. That was so so fucking good he's so brutal and disrespectful to her yeah. in that scene where he's like well let's talk about the real story it's like bitch she knows yeah like what are you doing right now you feel yes. good about yourself and then she tries to actually tell you he hates her and wants to divorce her and only have sex with then Olivia go, boy. you don't need yeah. to sit there and like beat her down on the way then bye yes then bye Bye. There's the door. You're the president. You can open it yourself. <laughs> bye bye. You don't have yep. to sit there and talk about horses and shit. Bye. <laughs> I got annoyed. I got really annoyed at him. I was just like, leave her alone. And then she actually says something that is like so true and honest and goes like, well, can you mm-hmm. handle this? This is the truth of how most people operate. And he gets up in his feelings and I was like, you need to go. Yeah. You can't run this room. Never mind a country. I loved his yeah. what he says, though. He's like, where did this? Did I do this to you? Something like, like that, how right? How are you so sick that, like, yeah. you think that that's normal? Because what Fitz has is he knows what real love is. He has it with Livia. Right. Okay. Gee, other winning scenes of this episode. Oh, my God. Well, the scene with Cyrus and James where Cyrus ends up just going back to his house. And he's like, fuck that. Like, I'm coming <laughs> back home. And I love that Cyrus uh, keeps telling James, you chose love. Like, yeah, James mm. is all pissed off that he got, you know, he perjured that himself he perjured, on the stand. Yeah. But, but Cyrus is like, yeah, but you chose love. You chose love. You chose me. You know, you can't change your mind now or be upset about that. I love that they truly like they those two truly love each other. And, you know, and then we see Fitz and Melly and you can tell that obviously that, you know, they don't really love each other. He has he has a, a, a different love. But I love I love that it's the gay couple that are yeah. the true sort of loving. Well, they're the ones that are the most honest, like they actually mm. don't have lies between yes. them anymore. Like they really don't have lies between them anymore. Um, yeah. And I just spent so much time in this episode in that fucking storage unit. <laughs> and all I can remember, like one of my memories from shooting it is there's a scene where I'm running up. Oh, first of all, two things. I remember my feet were 
killing me because Ugh. y'all have been in storage f- units. You know how long those hallways are, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm running up and down these hallways looking for Huck. I love the scene where Harrison calls Quinn and Quinn's like, it's weird. We can't find him. His phone is off. His phone is never off. I don't know. I don't know what to do. And Harrison is like, if you do this, like you fucking figure it yeah, out. Yeah, you got to figure it out. Um, But I remember my feet killing me running up and down the hallways doing a thousand lunges and squats because mm-hmm. to lift up all those doors, you're going all yeah. the way down to the floor yeah. and I'm just look at Hannah's face. <laughs> like I remember uh, doing a thousand squats like for hours. Like my quads. The reality of the drama world is horrifying me right now. Oh, it's yeah. really hard. And like I'm doing a million squats and then I just remember, op- do you remember this, G? I don't know if you were there. Oh yeah, I when they pranked you? I opened one of the you? things. Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell what happened. It's on, it's on the DVD. I think you can oh, see it yeah. on the DVD. Oh, I think it's like on one of the outtakes. I think. Yeah. It's Somebody like, was behind one of those storage units, right? Like, were they in the crate or they were just hiding behind them? No, they, I just opened one of the doors and Woj and a camera is like right in my yeah, face. And one of he's our camera guys. screaming as loud as possible to like scare the shit out of me, which 100% works because it's a silent fucking set. Yeah. And they got my face on camera. And I think it's like on the behind the scenes DVD blooper reel of season two. It is. Two. It's in the blooper reel. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved, I loved this whole episode for Huck. I love that Quinn mm-hmm. is the person that finds Huck and sticks with it and knows that something's wrong. And she doesn't and, give up. She's like, and I'm she not doesn't give up. up. Yeah. And I'm like wailing. I remember that feeling really good. I remember having that fucking crowbar. Oh, and, and just smashing wailing. that lock on the See, box. See, that's where yeah. dro- you get to do that shit on a comedy, right, Hannah? I feel like the closest I came to that was when they asked me to kick Jake Johnson in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and in a scene and I remember they were like okay you're gonna pretend to kick and I was like yeah of course like I know how to do it and then Jake was like I think I want a cup <laughs> he's he was like, like I don't trust her I think she might actually go for it she me my mistake oh, <laughs> no. like, I like a little insurance that is horrible <laughs> Yo. Um, yeah I think that's the closest I came to being able to go like full force on something <laughs> are there any scenes that were your favorite Hannah Simone Oh my, I mean, did you just hear my whole, like my whole thing? It was was, you know what was incredible? It showed me the it, the absolute magic of the writing of Scandal. Because again, being dropped right into that episode without context, I feel like 90% of it I got, which mm. was amazing without it being written like heavy exposition. Like it was incredible. Like I, I could understand things. And I do think, I guess this episode is where a lot of the romance um, starts to establish its foundations with multiple characters in the world. So that was also yeah. cool to kind of watch and be like, ooh, that's why 90% of my things in there was like, ooh, they gonna sleep together? Did they fuck? Yeah. Have they fucked? Why are they going to? Like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> and so it was cool. You're in this like yeah. big thriller trying to solve this kind of case with them. But then you're also so invested in all these relationships that all yeah. seem complicated all these people seem like they're a bit of a mess it was so delicious to watch i loved it so there were so many scenes but like at the end because i watched it um i watched it with my dad last night um and i watched it with jesse and we were there we we may have fast forwarded through all of the smoochy scenes but at the i can't i can't do it you guys I taped it and forwarded it to Foley. I was like, this is what I'm spending my morning doing, bro. I'm like just watching you make out with Gary. (laughs) Um, But at the end, I was like, oh my gosh, he leaned in. Like the president leaned in and gave her a kiss. And then Scott Foley saw it. And then both Jesse and my dad was like, no, he's whispering something to her. And then as soon as the episode, that's how it ends. And then we were just like, well, now we got to watch the next one. But it was midnight. So now we're like, I'm going to have to watch the next one. Because I'm like, did he whisper something or was it a snuggle? That's how I, I was like, what happens? Such good cliffhangers. The next episode is one of the best episodes of Scandal history. It, this leads us into 752. <sighs> you know, the end of this episode, we see that Huck is hiding in the corner of his office and no one yeah. can sort of get to him. Yeah. Well, then the next episode is jumps back in time years and we see why Huck being locked in a box makes him sick. Yeah. You sort of yeah, it's, it's his backstory. Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. It's such a good episode. It's so fucking good. And what you see is he starts shaking in the next episode, he's just going seven fifty two, seven fifty two, seven fifty two, seven fifty two, seven fifty two. And you re- and it's the fucking best. So good. We will be back with more after the break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. 
Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Here's the crazy thing. We were very lucky, I feel like, between New Girl and Scandal that we both are were with Shonda and Liz Merriweather, your showrunner, were just... They're just the tops of their field as in and what they do. Was Liz like really precious about you saying what she'd written or were people improvising a lot? Both. I think really? both. So it was always like, well, let's do one that's there. Right. But I don't I don't know if this happened for you. But as this, the show went on for us, so much of who we were were like kind of written into the characters, like the weirdness of who we were in our lives or things yeah. we would say or would kind of end up in the show. So then, of course, it makes it really easy for it to stick in the brain because it's your voice and how mm-hmm. you would say it. The writers just get to know yeah. you so well. Yeah. So we would kind of do that. But they they hired, you know, the cast of New Girl for a reason. And so then they were just like, OK, have one where you just kind of go do off and, and do something that feels I good to that. you. We were also notorious on our show for having these um, um, alt joke packages and that's where like the true skill came in because it would be like there's going to be and you hadn't seen them before, especially in the beginning. We'd never seen them before. They would just call them out from Video Village and it could be like oh, yeah. four sentences long of a joke and you just like hear it. Now you have to bake the joke back into whatever speech you were giving right. this whole new line and mm-hmm. sell the joke. And that to me was where you saw like what like incredible like masters, you know, Zoe and Lamorne. Um, and Max and Jake were because we just learned how to do that really quickly. Wow. Um, so that to me was a harder skill to, not a harder skill to learn, but I think a more impressive skill to have than yeah. j- within the initial thing of like B word perfect. But we, it's comedy is also fast, right? Like it, everything mm-hmm. goes back and forth really, really quickly where I feel like in drama, you know, there's like big speeches that can happen and it's, it's got a different uh, way of delivering information. Totally. We were we had to be word perfect, which never, ever strayed. And I felt so like grateful for because it never bothered us. Right. Like I never felt like, oh, man, I wish they would let me improv in this scene because the writing was just so good. It wasn't necessary. Yeah. I think we were really lucky that to get seven years of like good writing is really hard. I think Liz and Shonda are like, I mean, I've never met Liz, but my God, I'm such a fan. And now that I'm watching New Girl. Right. (laughs) I know, isn't that crazy? Like, she was in her 20s, man. What? And she came up with this show what? that was, like, so based on what she was living at the time, you know? She had a bunch of friends that were her family, and she kind of, I think she, you know, she was hot off some success as a playwright in New York, if I remember her telling the story correctly. Um, 
And then she got this opportunity to write a pilot. And at the time, the big comedy was Modern Family. Right. So, you know, and they it's like shiny penny syndrome. So it's like, we all want shows like this. Everybody. And I feel like it was, again, I don't know if I remember this correctly, but I think it was like Peter Chernin who told her, like, look, chances of anything actually getting made and ending up on the air and becoming something, you know, it's like you're you're playing the lottery. So so at least do something that you like really mm. love and really know and feels like really good and honest to you. And then she That's like, went, I'm just going to write then my weird world mm-hmm. of like these guy wow. friends I have and how crazy it is. And she wrote um, that pilot episode of, of New Girl, which is incredible. The pilot is incredible. Yo, I, I, yeah, I haven't I seen have it either. To, I have to watch that. I have a question. Wait, did you, I want to know how, what, how you got the part and what your audition was like for our scandal listeners who may or may not know that. But, and then the other thing I wanted to ask was, was new girl a hit right out of the gate or was it more like scandal, which was like, we were such a slow burn. Like we were not successful until mm-hmm. we had done 20 at like in the middle of season two, when we were on a red carpet and girls were screaming for Tony. And I was like, what the fuck's happening? And they were like, Wow, does it feel like to be on a hit show? And I was like, "Are we? I guess we're on a <laughs> hit we show." Okay? <laughs> but like, what well, I want to know how you got the part, and then also, New Girl and Scandal being such big shows at the time, you were one of the hottest comedies. We were one of the co- hottest dramas. I want to know what it was like for you when you knew it was like a thing. Um, so getting the job was kind of interesting because when I came down here, I couldn't get an audition at all. I'd only done theater. So I had what was considered a blank resume. No one was interested. Wow. Um, I had done hosting. So they would consider me for hosting jobs. But nobody, even though I was an actor, um, would bring me in. And then Slumdog Millionaire came out and like owned the Oscars. And Top Chef was a huge show. So all of a sudden, everybody was like, Indians? Um, but they hadn't really <laughs> cultivated South Asian actors. So right. all of a sudden these pilots came in that were all Indian casts and they didn't have the actors. So people like me that were kind of pushed into like the hosting category, all of a sudden they're like, are you even like one sixteenth Indian? Fine. Good. Good enough. <laughs> you can go up for this role. Right. We Come don't in. have we anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so it right. was really wonderful. Um, and so that was the, that was the year before new girl. So I went up for a pilot called outsourced and I tested. I remember that show. Yeah. I went up for outsourced and I tested, um, and I didn't get it. Um, and then I tested for it twice, didn't get it. And then there was another pilot for Fox called nevermind Nirvana. It was like, I think their third time Mm. trying to make that pilot. And I tested, um, and it was Jewel, Jewel Bestrop and yes. Mm -hmm. And Seth. Uh, Yankowitz, right, who were the casting directors for Nevermind Nirvana. And I went and I tested and I didn't get it. And I remember being like, well, that's it. Like, I'm never going to, it was this one year where they wanted Indians because of Slumdog and I'm never going to work as an actor because that was the ship and it sailed. And I remember being really sad (laughs) because I was like, there's no opportunities. No one's going to bring me in. But this is the thing, man. You never know when you go for an audition what job you're auditioning for. So always try to go in and crush it because Seth the next year was casting New Girl and remembered me. And this, by the way, Cece was not an Indian role. Really? Not at all. He just remembered me as being a funny actress, which is even better, by the way. Mm -hmm. Right? So, and if I had booked Outsource, because that did get picked up for a season... I would not have been called in oh, for New so Girl. Yeah. And it was canceled after a season. So it's oh, one fuck. of those mo- like those sliding doors yeah. moments that still yeah. makes my heart stop where I'm like, all of that happened and it all made sense. And so that's how I booked the role. I do remember they were like, you know, Zoe is attached. They've got, I think Jake was on board at that time. They were then, I think, looking at Max and then Lamorne came out uh, or then da- there was a Damon Lamorne thing that kind of went back and forth. And um and it was an audition where uh, I was like, well, this one, I'm just going to go and do whatever I want because there's no chance. Like they're they're getting like the big hitters yeah. on yeah. this because they know it's like the best chance of going there at Zoe. Um, and so because of that, I think I had like no pressure on myself. I love when that happens. Right. Because you're right. like, oh, fuck it. Who cares? I'm it's never going to get it. And then yeah. you do your best work. Yes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, I got it. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I remember the scene they had me do from the pilot was one where like Schmidt is like laying it on super thick and then she like reads him, you know? And I remember hearing through the- for Hannah. Yeah. (laughs) You know how you can hear through the wall, like when you're an audition, you know, thing and through the wall, you can hear everyone else's choices and everybody went big comedy and like was like, how you can't pop, 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 pop and did a whole thing. And I just remember being like, man, when someone hits on you and especially like that, like gross, it's so boring. Like, it's so boring. Like, they're not getting you excited. You ain't oh having God, a I'm reaction. I'm already casting you. I see right. what you're doing. I see the choice you're making. It is And I done. was like, look, all these Sealed professional... Yes. All these professional actresses that had huge resumes were doing those big choices. And I was like, well, they're all going to book it. But I go, I can't even... I'll laugh because that's not... That's not my truth at all. So I went and did the only person who did it completely opposite. Fuck yeah. And then booked it. And so I was like... It was just the most surreal thing ever. And then what was interesting is that um, Joe Early was the head of uh, marketing at the time for Fox and came up with this genius strategy of releasing the pilot way before the premiere date, like leaked it out kind of thing. And so, and it got, everybody just went crazy for it so that when it (gasps) actually premiered- So it was a hit out the gate. Out the gate. It was the biggest show they'd had in over a decade or something. It just completely destroyed their ratings. It was insane. Yeah. Anna, did you guys guys, um, live tweet at all with your show? Like that became a huge thing that pushed us forward. I think we had to. I think we had to. Yeah, we were told we had to join Twitter by Shonda. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was Carrie's idea, but yeah, Sean, she had Shonda tell Shonda us. Shonda and said, I think the only way we're going to get people to watch is if everyone is on Twitter. Because Carrie's a fucking, please, she's genius, a fucking yeah. animal, man. Yeah. She's a fucking yeah. genius. You got to get people to watch. You got to, yeah. you have to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and now it's required, to- right? Like now shows like require you to like be on Twitter before you even sign your contracts, right? Isn't that or it's crazy? part of your contract. Yeah, like, you social gotta media, be on social there's media. like a caveat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, in episode 218, (laughs) we have another dead person (laughs) to add to the scandal body count. That would be Molly. Bye-bye, Molly. (laughs) Molly, you dead, girl. Molly, you dead, girl. Molly Ackerman is no longer... Oh, and pew, 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 pew. Ah, ah, so is Osborne. Osborne. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. We have a body count on the podcast. We have a crazy body count. All the people that have died. An amazing fun fact. All of Quinn's scenes is with Zeke. So he's running the storage facility and he's played by Billy John Malone. He was actually in two episodes of Private Practice and then later right. in five episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. And actually he appeared as two different characters. <laughs> which is an error as both series take place in the same universe. Right. Whoopsie doodle dandy. But nobody's going to remember that shit. It's very like bold and the beautiful. Remember they yeah. were just yeah. like in soap operas, they would just swap out actors oh, totally. at the time and you're just like, all right. My first screen test was taking over a part of a character that already existed for like 18 years played by somebody else. Oh yeah. That's right. And I, they were like, we'll just, it's fine. I looked nothing like her. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I love great. it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> and now we're going to get into a little bit of the tweet, 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 tweet of the times. That's a great idea. Tweets of the time is a fucking time capsule. And what I love um, is the one that I had already said, but this is so cute. From at J-M-I-L-B-Z, Jamie Milburn wrote, The new girl followed by Scandal Tonight has left my little TV heart happy and confused and unable to cope. Yes. (laughs) So... We got some crossover fans. Do the (laughs) Gladiators are the name of our fans. What are new girl fans? Do they have a name? No. No. We got to make one up for y'all. I guess we should. I mean, there's enough of them. I bet they do, and maybe you just don't know, but ours are Gladiators. Okay. Um, I know. Okay. Okay. Let's read some. Pick any you want. Pick any you want. I'm going to do one real quick. This this handle, which I love, sucked into a bagel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> tweeted, oh, what the hot hell? I am disgruntled that Olivia fights like a priss. Seriously, girl, better learn some MMA and throw some bows. Hashtag scandal. I, I thought that too when she's fighting with Jake. I was like, she should have like punched him in the yeah, face and like. I agree. I actually You know agree. what I mean? Like, how did Olivia Pope not take self-defense classes yeah, exactly. in all the fucking shady ass shit she does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, she had just been laid out multiple times the night before. Okay. That's like, true. That's, you know what I'm saying? She's not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> She had put in some physical work. That okay. is so funny. Wait, there's some tweets of the time 
that are about Cece. Do you want to read those, Hannah? What? Me? Huh? Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. On okay. the last page, there's one from at Dan Yill. This is on April 4th, 2013. Dan Yill. Yeah. Dan Yill wrote, <laughs> I would describe that as the Pledge of Allegiance, which can be sexual. CC hashtag new girl. Is that a line you said? Do you remember I saying guess that? So I, <laughs> I, like, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like um, it has got to be something with Schmidt. <laughs> that's all I can it say. It definitely is, has to be. If it has, if it's something weird and sexual, that's definitely a CC Schmidt thing. That would be my guess. Re, do you see this next one? It's hilarious. Oh gosh, yeah, I do see it from Tony <laughs> Del Rio. Yes, Tone Star Thirty One. CC from New Girl used to be a much music VJ. Hashtag the fuck. Hashtag mind blown. Yes. Which you have posted this. You I just have saw posted, the clip. Yeah. I looked too. It's so good. When you were a VJ for much, is much music a Canadian? I've never heard yeah, of it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Canadian. It's like the MTV version, right? In Canada. Yeah, it actually predates MTV. MTV came oh, after does? much. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I, I actually did. I, I went to Canada because I was doing a, a film. I was doing a film here and then I was doing press for stuff and they flew me to Canada do, to do much music an episode of much music because I had done a Britney Spears video <gasps> and it was all what? they were interviewing me about the video yeah. and about her he's the lead guy in the Britney Spears video what <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. What, what year did you do much music do you remember was it me did I interview you I wonder. Oh my god! You know what? Because I, I was for much news. I did like like MTV News. Like I did really? all those interviews with everybody that came in. But I was only there for two years. Yo, we have to. We have. I tried <laughs> looking on YouTube, but I couldn't find anything. That'd be crazy. And um, everybody was so cool, so chill. And but yeah, I thought, oh my god, I've been on much music. That's amazing. So wait, you did it for just two years? I did it for just yeah. uh, two years, and then yeah, then I moved down here. Then you became a big fucking actor. Big fucking CC. <laughs> then I was girl, unemployed for a long star. time. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Adgen NY313 mm. tweeted, I need Olivia Pope's face on the side of a milk carton because homegirl is lost and cannot be found. Hashtag <laughs> scandal. Um, a few more of these. And then what are we doing? Hold on, hold on. Wait, oh, look what I wrote. Oh, yeah, there's one from oh. you. At Light Fan Fun. At Katie Q. Lowe's, I'm, I'm, oh, I wrote I'm coining it because someone had tweeted, Quinn, Quinned, Quinning. It is to leave no man behind. Quinn rescued Hawk. Hashtag scandal. Hashtag yes. scandal. Then there's a Ariette official review said Phillies bullpen catching a beat down worse than Huck on scandal. I guess the oh, Phillies were playing, right? And they were Phillies losing. Game. Mm. Adam would like that. <laughs> You know what's really funny is that when you do watch a show with someone you know and love so dearly, it's hard to fully separate them from the character. So when you did like break into that storage room and you see the crate and you're like, my baby's in there. I'm going to fucking break him out. <laughs> my baby. And then you just went there and like, <laughs> like crack and then opened it up and you're like, ah! And I was like, no, that's straight up Katie, though. Like, if she was like, my baby's locked somewhere in the storage unit. Oh, yeah. That's right. But it's weird because I know you. So yeah. I'm watching it and I'm just like, that's oh, so funny. she's going to find him. She's going to find <laughs> oh, him. Oh, I feel the same way. Um, thank you, Hannah Simone, so much for being making history today. Thank you so, so much. And we can't wait to make history and go on your welcome to our show. New Girl Rewatch podcast. We yes. cannot wait. Thank you, Gladiators, for listening and for also making history at how we cross over podcasts like a motherfucker. We, we're, I think this should be a thing. I think we should right? also go on Office Ladies. I think we should also go on The Scrubs one. I think we should go on Hell One yeah. Tree Hill. I think we should go on... There's like the one that's all like um, 90s shows. There's someone that's doing like uh, Boy Meets World. Oh, they Boy all Meets got them. Yeah, let's do it. By I the think- way, I will come back anytime. By the way, we if you just having a slow week that. whenever and you're just like, let's get that crazy girl who writes them um, for stream of consciousness yes. when she gets dropped yes. in. The one woman show you just performed, you mean? <laughs> we need to have you pop back in and do that for like a bunch of other episodes. We would love that so much. I'll just send it like a voice memo. <laughs> I still cannot believe how your scandal pace just went off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank like, you. Thank so you. So good. Um, Gladiators, we love you. Thank you for Thank listening. You Next episode up is 7.52, which we will have a guest on. You can't miss it. It's one of the greatest all-time scandal episodes of all time, and Guillermo Diaz's work is extraordinary. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, Hannah. All. Thank you, I Hannah I hope we get Simone. to hang out in person live soon. Yes. All right. Love you guys. Come over to my house. I love you. Bye. 
Thank you guys for joining us on Unpacking the Toolbox. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share with your friends, rate, or leave us a review. Scandal is executive produced by Sandy Bailey, Alex Alche, Lauren Homan, Tyler Klang, and Gabrielle Collins. Our producer and editor is Vince DeJohnny, with music by Chad Fisher. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app or anywhere you subscribe to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.